0: My, 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 did, did you not look and seek the Christ when they were singing? They were pointing to the Christ. And then the question is raised, I'll never know. He said, I'll never know why you love me so. The precious Lamb of God comes and takes away the sin of the world. Let's just give God one more thanksgiving for these singers, these musicians, uh, uh, these saints of God who pour out their hearts Sunday after Sunday, pointing, directing, leading us to the throne of grace. God, we thank you for their gifts, for allowing your spirit to be ushered into our presence. And our presence isn't limited by address, but our presence is with you. And so fill us, God, until we want no more. I am simply ordained us, but all that I am and all that I am not is available unto you. So use us for your service, preacher and people, that the words of my mouth, the meditation of our hearts, may be acceptable in thy sight, Lord, our strength and our redeemer. Amen. The blessing of home. This is the fourth Sunday in Advent, and we've been talking about the journeying of Advent and getting and going home. We, Pastor, that is, talked about locating yourself within the story and, and uh, the story of home, and and getting to Hope Street. And that wasn't enough to get to Hope Street because you could just get there, but if you didn't know how to get into Hope Home, that the challenge is to get into Hope Home. And so now that we know where to go, we know specifically which house and which location. Uh, I, I wanna try to give us a couple of um, keys that could help with living into that home because home again is not an address. Home is not limited to a location because we've seen in Kentucky with just the blowing of the wind and home will be no more. House will be no more. Home can still reside. Home is always interesting because people depend upon where they're from, what they call home. In 2015, they had a movie called Straight Outta Compton. In that movie, 2015, Straight Outta Compton, it was a biopic. It was a a, a story of the rap group N.W.A. And it showed the rigors and the rise of the superstars Ice Cube, Dr. Dre, Eazy-E and and Snoop. And, And in 2015, Everyone wanted to be like the cover of Straight Outta Compton. 2015, everyone wanted to be straight out of somewhere. There were straight out of the Bronx t-shirts. Bronx is a good place to be. There were hats that had emblems that said straight out of Hollis. They had hoodies that read straight out of Harlem. In 2015, uh, uh, it was popular, it was fashionable, it was cool um, to wear a straight out of merchandise. But in 1988, when that album first dropped, it wasn't on the hit list. Well, actually it was on a hit list. The hit list that it was on uh was the hit list by some churches and some politicians that that they wanted to crush y'all remember that right they had all these cd's and they would have these um uh, uh trucks and stuff and roll over them and and this was when they first started putting labels onto music um, it it was NWA's or they were one of the first uh, uh albums to drop and this album straight out of Compton was controversial because it gave an honest depiction of the life of men and women of color in South Central Los Angeles that there was there was some controversy on 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 what they were saying and how they were saying what they were saying but in 2015 we flocked to the movies 2015 we 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 were in there we we wanted to see the story of Ice Cube and it was nice in 2015 because uh Ice Cube now makes good family movies right are we there yet are we there yet Everyone loves Snoop now because Snoop hangs out with Martha Stewart. (laughs) But life wasn't always that good for the homies from the hood. See, where they are today is not where they've always been accepted. And sometimes where you're from matters. And it matters to others. Has anyone ever asked you, where are you from? And some people might want to know, particularly because of, of kinship. That is, you have a particular look. You have some ears. I know people who have ears like that. Some people who have a nose. You, you have features. You remind me of someone. There's, there's some kind of kinship. Uh, uh, and they'll ask you, well, who's your people? They want to know who, who you're from and, and where you're from. But, but then there are some who ask, and their motives are mean. They ask, Where are you from? because they begin to judge. Uh, they're, they're asking uh, where you're from because they want to take stock and start uh, uh, categorizing you and putting you in a particular box. They, they, they want to ask you, and if you come from a particular area and a particular uh, area code, uh, then uh, they, they expect you to sound a particular way. And, and if you don't, sometimes it's a surprise for them. Y'all know what I'm talking about? You're from there. You're not like them. Who to heaven is them? I am them. And you're telling me that, that see, see uh, 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 judging is, is nothing new uh, from where you come from. Uh, in the ancient Near East, uh, uh, what uh, mattered also was where you were from. Your hometown was important. The name of the town was not only uh, just a, a, a GPS or, or a, a, a informational purposes, but it also was a descriptive purposes. And our text today opens up with um, of the heading and, and the idea of where some folks are from. The prophet Micah says of uh, Bethlehem, Ephrathah, Micah is intentional about naming the place where ultimately the reigning king will come from. He names the place and he he gives it some great adjectives because when you look at the names of these places, Bethlehem, Bethlehem means the house of bread and and anyone, and we're in the season of bread making, anyone break bread? Anyone? About this time uh, of the year, there are biscuits and rolls and all kinds of bread and and it just fills your mind with abundance. And then he says, um, Ephrata, that is fruitfulness, that when you think about a place that is fruitful, then you think about abundance, uh, both signified plenty um, uh, fertility that there was a lot and yet we call Bethlehem the little town. Why is Bethlehem the little town? Because Bethlehem actually was a little town in comparison to the sister villages. Because Bethlehem uh, comes out of, Ju- out of Judah uh, and, and Judah comes from the 12 tribes and the 12 tribes, you understand, we get this little town of Bethlehem because the 12 tribes were, were divided into groups of, of thousands. And that's when they call them clans. So you have a clan, and that's why you and I say, what clan are you from? Oh, I'm a Williams. What clan are you from? I'm a Marquis. There were thousands, right? And so in this clan, Bethlehem didn't even have enough to have a clan. So they were small. But, but, but watch this. In verse 2, it says, uh, uh, from you shall come forth for me, this is God speaking, one who is to rule in Israel. That's good news. Because in spite of what appeared to be an insignificant size, in spite of being less than the standards of others, this was the birthplace of David. This would be the birthplace of the Messiah. In Bethlehem, we found that God transforms small things into great things. You ought to say amen. Uh, uh, that God takes small things and make great things out of them. You remember the story of Rachel, Rachel, uh, who was the mother of Joseph, the dreamer. You know that whole story. Rachel was uh, uh, the other. Rachel wasn't primary. Uh, 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 Rebecca, uh, the Ra- Rachel was other. And, and, and as Rachel is chosen, uh, Rachel, however, is the one uh, whose father, Laban, you know Laban. Laban was a deadbeat dad. Laban was no good. He wasn't as good as, as you could throw him. Laban was always into trickery. He was always hustling. And and yet, uh, despite who her dad was, despite what the circumstance of her relationship was, uh, she was still the one who raised the pillar of our faith. Uh, Bethlehem may be small, but don't count it out. Uh, y'all remember Ruth and Naomi? Y'all remember that story? Uh, uh, in Bethlehem, it's when uh, uh, Naomi met her second husband, Boaz, and 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 as Shalomar said, the second time around is so much better than the first time. Someone ought to say, "Amen." I'm a witness to that. I'm a witness. Uh, and, and 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 when when uh, they were there, it was the fact that that she was being. Uh, Help to understand that sometimes God moves in ways that uh, we don't understand, but it turned out that, that she became David's great-grandmother. See, in Bethlehem, though small, people think Bethlehem, a little town, and, uh, and sometimes people from Bethlehem think of themselves in small ways. <laughs> Jesse, Jesse, who was the father of David, when Samuel came to anoint the king, when he came and he was looking for uh, the, the persons to be anointed, uh, uh, Jesse said, okay, let me bring out my boys. And he brought out uh, all of them. And, and each time that, that Samuel would look at him, Samuel would see the outside, kind of, then God would say no. He went through all of them. And as a matter of fact, it almost, Jesse almost forgot about David. Imagine that. See, David was the youngest, the smallest, he uh, says he's ready, uh, uh, but, but see, uh, even Jesse can't stop what God has for you. And, and that ought to be some good news for someone, see, uh, because David found out that sometimes even though dad didn't necessarily believe in him and, and understand him, uh, David understood that all he needed was five smooth stones and a little bit of faith and he could slay the Goliath. Ah, I'm trying to get some place with someone today. I'm trying to help uh, myself as I help you. Uh, uh, see, it was in, in, in Bethlehem that God uh, blessed David. David was from Bethlehem for, for Ruth. Uh, she has uh, some, some roots in Bethlehem. Rachel, uh, of the blessings, was at Bethlehem. For all of them, Bethlehem was home. And home is where hope is affirmed. It's not an address. Home is where 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 hope is affirmed and 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 it's at home that Mary goes to visit Elizabeth. The text says she went to Elizabeth, when Elizabeth was about six months pregnant, and at six months pregnant, there is no misunderstanding. Uh, there's no guessing what's going on with Elizabeth. She's very clearly with child, and, and, and Mary gets there. But Mary, the text says, Mary's very early in her pregnancy. And anyone who's been around anyone who's been uh, uh blessed to go through that process knows that the early days, the early stages are are very sensitive and very careful. And and it's so sensitive, very careful that oftentimes uh the family, the couple doesn't share it until they, they're out of the, the zone, whatever that zone is, right? And and yet Mary takes the journey, and goes to see Cousin Liz. Why would she do that? She goes to see Cousin Liz because Cousin Liz is that one. Everybody needs a Cousin Liz in their life. Everyone needs a Cousin Liz that that will talk to you the way, uh, 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 straight, no chaser, that that, that will just uh, uh, not only speak and talk to you, but they'll also listen to you they'll also listen to not just simply what you're you're saying not just hear you but listen to you. And so uh Liz and 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 Mary had that kind of relationship because uh uh Liz didn't judge Mary. And so when Mary comes and and all she does is say hello. She greets Elizabeth and the baby jumps. Says uh, that that the the child leapt. I don't know if you've ever seen and seen that you ever see uh, a child move in a mother's uh, belly. That whole thing just shifts and moves and that's just a little bit of movement, but the text says that the child leaped. All right, sisters, I'm sorry, this may but, but brothers, I, I thought about this on the way. That meant that at some point, that child had to stand on the pelvic floor and stretch out and move. There was a lot going on that she would say that, and and, and it wasn't just a little arm movement. but the text says that he leaped, that he moved, that that the Spirit of God fell on Elizabeth. And, And I said, well, what happened? And all Mary said was, hello. All Mary did was greet her ah ah see uh ah, when 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 you when you come home there there is no judgment and 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 when mary uh hears that there's a thing about their relationship you see uh elizabeth knew what was going on mary didn't have to tell her she knew okay yeah i hope you have that one person in your life that you don't have to tell them everything, and yet they know. Mary and Elizabeth's relationship was like that. And 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 the blessings of uh, being at home is that, see, Mary needed someone to talk to. Mary needed someone to process this because uh, uh, imagine this teenager is now pregnant. She can't go out. Matter of fact, she was engaged and 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 her fiance was about to put her away quietly. Mary understood the social stigma of that. Mary understood very clearly all the things that are going on in her life. And Mary decides to go to see Cousin Liz. Mary. As wonderful and as blessed as she is, she still needed to go somewhere. I pray you have a home. I pray you have somewhere that you can go to and and receive uh, no judgment and receive acceptance. See, uh, with the overshadowing of of the Holy Spirit, uh, anything happened with Mary. And that's the thing. You and I, we talked about this journey of Advent that we are all uh, walking together in this and that we have to locate ourselves in the story. And you may be saying to yourself, well, preacher, it's kind of hard because you're talking about Mary being pregnant and going and I'm a man and I can't understand this. Well, well let me help you out a little bit, brother. Uh, uh, we are all pregnant with possibilities. If God is in your life, what, what can come forward from you is life and life more abundantly. I'm not talking about a child. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about all the possibilities that God has given unto you through his spirit, that there is there is something implanted inside of you that, that God has entered into your life, not simply uh, for you to, to, to just experience it, but because here's the reality. Being anointed is scary. I know we don't say it like that, right? Because people are, all, uh, I'm anointed. I'm too stressed to be. I'm too blessed to be stressed. You know, I, I'm appointed by God, anointed. Well, if you do all of that, can can you? I need you to understand. The world is not going to appreciate you because your your blessing uh, uh comes with it some burdens. Your blessings comes, uh, along with your blessings comes some responsibilities, and and some people are not going to want to understand why are you quitting your job and starting your own business? Why are you deciding to go back to school right now? Why are you choosing to, to go to that Ivy League school. Why why are you doing that? Because they don't understand. There's something in you that that you have decided that I, 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 it's nothing wrong with working for someone else, but I can't do that. There there is something in me that that I've got this kind of entrepreneur. I've got this creativeness that I've got to go out. I, I realize that there's more learning for me to do, so I've got to go on. There's a blessing for me, and blessings are affirmed at home. And so when Mary starts the conversation with Elizabeth, Elizabeth can speak to her, and Elizabeth says to her, "Ah, blessed is she who believed." She says, ah, "Blessed," ah, ah, and 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 she blesses Mary again. Blessed is she who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what was spoken to her by the Lord. So, Elizabeth. Blesses Mary, and in her blessing of Mary, she blesses herself. When you're blessing someone else, you don't rob yourself. See, and I think maybe, maybe, just maybe that might be the problem. Maybe we, we try to hold on and, and home and think that if I give the blessing, then I might miss out something. No, uh, it is a blessing to be a blessing. Uh. It is a blessing to be a blessing that that um, if if the songwriter is, is accurate, we just sang the song, he says, uh, no more let sins and sorrows grow. nor sins infest the ground. He comes to make his blessings flow. If if God is coming to make his blessings flow, if there's blessings in the home, and, and, and if we're going to be there, then, then you and I have to create home. How do we have to create home? I'll say it like this. Just listen for the spirit. Home. You talk to people. You ask them where they're from. They say this country, and they say that place. And and every now and again, when you really start talking to people, they'll they'll say in my home, and they'll say. This is my-